in the hobby. It's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking that we could pull, I don't know, Hall of Famer. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. There is nothing more fun than opening an Arena Club slab pack. I mean, it is so much better than any mystery pack that I've ever purchased because there is a focus on transparency. There is a display of available cards. There are hit rates you can get. When you're graded, you're given a rationale. It is the marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, and displaying. Arena Club Slab Packs are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. Whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash badmoney. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack, that's $40 right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash badmoney for 10% off your first purchase. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You got problems that you ought to be concerned with. Hoo-ah! You don't know how you're supposed to earn it or what to do with it or how to keep it. You're a freak with a dark, shameful secret. But you're not the only one. Get your hidden financial fears with a blast of sun. Now your healing has begun. It's bad with money with Gabe S. Done. Hello and welcome to Bad With Money, a show about finances and feelings where we don't talk down to you. I'm Gabe Estun, your host. I am very excited for this interview because I think we've talked a little bit about cancer on this show, but I think this is an aspect of it that I I had never previously heard about. So Joanna, do you want to tell our audience who you are and what you do? Sure. Well, thank you for having me. 
I am actually a cancer rights attorney. I was trained as a lawyer, but I have spent the better part of my legal career teaching people how to navigate systems that come up as a result of a cancer diagnosis. And about 11 years ago, myself and my co-founder founded an organization called Triage Cancer to help people do just that. Okay. I had never previously heard of a cancer rights attorney. So, so what is that? Most people aren't familiar with cancer rights attorneys, and that's probably because there's only about 10 of us across wow. the country. So there's only a few people doing this work. It's a pretty specific area of law that actually encompasses lots of different areas of the law that all come into play when someone is diagnosed with cancer. So things like insurance law or employment discrimination or consumer finance or estate planning issues, all of those things are their own areas of law. We just look at those issues through the lens of a cancer diagnosis. Wow. Okay. So how did you get started? How did you get into that? It's a very long story and really never expected to be doing this work. This work sort of found me, but it really came from the fact that when I was in law school and college, I actually worked at a cancer center. And one of the things that I did was actually work in the boutique in the cancer center that fit patients for mastectomy bras and prostheses and many of the other comfort and cosmetic needs of patients after treatment. And after fitting patients with those mastectomy bras and prostheses, I'd then have to bill insurance for them. And insurance companies would often deny coverage saying that those things are cosmetic and they don't need to be paid for. But I also happened to be in law school at the time and had learned about a law called the Women's Health and Cancer Rights Act that actually requires private insurance companies to cover those items. And I would call up the insurance company and say, I don't know why this was denied. It should be covered. And they would say, no, it's cosmetic. And I would say, no, it's supposed to be covered. And they would say, no, it's cosmetic. And I would say, well, what about WICRA, which is just the acronym for the law? And they would say approved. And it just proved to me that if you don't know what your rights are, we have systems that are set up to walk all over us if we don't know what our rights are. And it showed me the value of helping people understand what their rights are so that they can get access to what they need to. I can't believe that we are in a situation where someone who has cancer needs someone to defend their rights. It is unfortunate that a lot of the systems that we have in the United States require consumers to have protections. Mm -hmm. Consumers, right, of cancer stuff. And all of us, really, as healthcare consumers or as employees or just, you know, people who live in the United States, there are things that we are often faced with that require us to be educated consumers in order to get access to what we need. So do you find that like most people, they get a diagnosis and then it's so overwhelming that they're like, wait, I I don't even know how to start with like healthcare employment. Like I I didn't know that there was going to be all this other stuff on top of everything. Absolutely. I think most people are in that situation where when they are facing a cancer diagnosis initially, they're really just focused Mm -hmm. on their health. And that is completely understandable. Unfortunately, 
as people are starting treatment and start to take time off work or are sort of navigating that path, they start to make decisions where they might lose out on some options and benefits if they don't know what's available to them. And so for us, we want people to have at least knowledge that we exist as a resource so that as they start to make decisions, they have all the information that they need so they don't lose out on options and benefits that may be available to them. So what are, you know, in in this list in your bio, right? I mean, we could get into so many things, but so health insurance, like what would you say if somebody's diagnosed like and they come to a cancer rights attorney or, or whatever it is, like what's the main thing with health insurance or what's what's some like practical something that they could think of in the day or so after? So we really want people to understand that they need to have adequate health insurance. And this really applies to everybody, not just people in the cancer community. Having adequate health insurance is going to have an impact on whether or not you can get access to care, but also how much you're going to pay out of pocket for your care. So for example, if you have a plan through your employer maybe that plan has a very high deductible or a very high out-of-pocket maximum where you have very high costs that you have to pay. And so we want people to understand how to effectively pick a health insurance plan so that they have adequate coverage moving forward and can lower their out-of-pocket costs. And we teach people a pretty simple formula to understand how much they would pay based on the plan that they're choosing. So do they have to switch health insurance plans? Like, would it make sense for them to switch? It depends on how good or bad their coverage is and what time of year it is. So we happen to be in the fall right now during open enrollment where you can actually make changes to your health insurance coverage to improve your coverage. But if you're in the middle of the year and you realize that you don't have adequate insurance, you might be limited in making those choices. Does it matter like if you switch when you have cancer and it's like a pre-existing condition? Fortunately, uh, because of the Affordable Care Act, if you have a pre-existing medical condition, you are not going to be denied health insurance coverage based on that pre-existing condition and you can't be charged more for your insurance because of that pre-existing condition. So is there just like, a million different laws that you're sort of up against telling these people, like they're, they're betting that you don't know the laws and then you're up against these people who, I mean, it's like kind of sick that you have to be like, no, there's a law. No, there's a law. So like, is that the thing is just being aware of what the laws are and they don't, these insurance companies don't want you to know what they are? Well, I will say that it does require you to know what the law is, which is actually why we founded Triage Cancer. We don't litigate. We just provide education on what the law says and teach people how to enforce their rights because we think that that is actually the most important thing. We actually want to try to help people avoid lawyers because that's a more timely solution to whatever your issue might be than to actually having to file a lawsuit. So our goal is to teach people about what the law says, and that applies at the federal level, but it also applies at the state and the county and even the city level. So understanding your rights across all of those areas can help you better navigate these systems. 
Wow. And so, like, let's say, okay, let's get into, like, well, I guess this dovetails with health insurance. But, like, when it says, like, financial concerns, obviously you're paying medical bills. But, like, what other sort of financial concerns come up that maybe we wouldn't think of? So in the cancer community, the financial burden that comes along with the cancer diagnosis is referred to as financial toxicity in that it not only has an impact on your finances, but it can actually also impact your health, your physical and mental health in terms of the stress and the worry that comes along with paying for care. But I often say that even if cancer treatment were free, there would still be financial burden because many people have to take time off work to get access to treatment. And if you're taking time off work and you don't have the ability to replace those lost wages, that's going to have a financial impact on you. And so if you have no money coming in, how are you paying your bills, whether it's your rent or your mortgage or your actual medical bills? So For us, we think that there are a lot of contributors to financial toxicity, and we want people to understand their options across all of those factors, not just understanding how to pay your medical bills. What are some of the options? So if someone understands their employment rights, they might have access to disability insurance. They might be able to take paid leave. And I I mentioned county and city levels. Those are laws that allow people to take sick days off of work or have access to other types of leave. And we're not just talking about individuals who've been diagnosed with cancer, but also caregivers, family members who might need to be taking time off work for caregiving responsibilities. So it's the whole family that can be impacted and needs to know what their rights are. So taking paid sick leave or vacation time or sick time and understanding the ability to use that through your employer's policies and then understanding what the law requires. And that can also be things like access to the Family and Medical Leave Act, or it could be accessing protections under the Americans with Disabilities Act, Mm -hmm. which gives eligible employees the ability to use reasonable accommodations to stay at work or take time off or even return to work. So adjustments at work like telecommuting or maybe working from a different location or a shifted schedule, all of those things could potentially help someone stay at work and not face those income reductions. So there are lots of nuances to ways to help people navigate work and a cancer diagnosis. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. You guys know that I have had allergies for forever. I've had seasonal allergies since I was a kid. It causes pressure in my face, under my eyes. They're my ultimate handbrake. When my nose is plugged up, I feel like I can't do anything. I can't enjoy food because I can't taste it. I can't work out because I feel tired and distracted. I can't even host the show because my voice sounds like a duck. And listen... I am already dealing with vocal strain from testosterone and my voice dropping. I don't need any more problems with allergies. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for allergies like 
probably for the last 10 years or something, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can go outside without my eyes watering like a fountain. I can speak without feeling like a frog has jumped in my throat. I get really embarrassed when I'm sneezing all the time. I have like an itchy nose or throat, like ugh, like just the, the itchiness in the back of your sinuses is like so distracting and so annoying. And I get like pressure in my ears too. It's really painful. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Managing my finances is incredibly stressful and time consuming. I'm sure you guys know. You've been with me on this journey. You know how many finance apps I've tried. You know how much they haven't worked for me. And I'm always on the hunt for a finance app that fits my life. And then I tried Monarch. It is so easy to use with powerful features, collaboration tools, intuitive design, personalization, constant product improvements. I really value an app that allows me to do all of this without confusion. And especially important to me is intuitive design and the ability to personalize because clearly finance is not one size fits all. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, the top-rated personal finance app, also has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. Together, you can see all your finances, collaborate on your budget, and get insights on your cash flow and recurring transactions. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. Are you saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation? Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Have you been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, rarely updated? So was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful and ad-free and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Experience a personal finance app that prioritizes the user experience above all else. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications, and more. Plus, there's ad-free privacy you can trust. We will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash badmoney for your extended 30-day free trial. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You can cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. 
Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Everything is more expensive these days when you're running a business and you would be wise to find proven ways to cut costs and boost performance at the same time. The fact that you are able to reduce your IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud is incredible. And the ability to access your cloud financial system from anywhere saves you so much time and stress. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. Are there other laws like the one you mentioned, WICRA, for like health insurance stuff that people should know about so that they can say, no, actually, there's this? I think the biggest issue that we are coming across on a pretty pretty regular basis is when an insurance company says, no, we're not going to cover something. Mm -hmm. And they deny coverage for care. And that could be a prescription drug. It could be surgery. It could be another type of treatment. It's pretty common for insurance companies to deny coverage. Unfortunately, it's not common for people to know what to do next. Exactly. And we want people to know that they have the ability to appeal those denials and to not take no for an answer. So there's two types of appeals when we're talking about private insurance, whether or not you have an individual plan or you have a plan through your employer. The first level of appeal is called an internal appeal where you basically go back to your insurance company and say, I'd like you to reconsider. And if they still say no, then you get to go outside of your insurance company to an independent entity that is going to look to see whether the care that was prescribed by your healthcare team is medically necessary. And if they decide that it is, that decision is binding on the insurance company and they have to cover the care. The problem is this is the best kept secret of our healthcare system. 99.9% of claims that are denied are not appealed, even to the first level of appeal. So if only 0.1% of people are appealing those denials, people aren't getting access to the care that was prescribed by their healthcare team, or they're paying for it out of pocket when potentially their insurance company should have paid for it. And that's only contributing to financial burden. Do they just not know that they can appeal or is it like pretty exhausting to do? In most cases, it's a pretty straightforward process, but it does require engaging your healthcare team because they have the information for why it's medically necessary, right? There's a reason they want you to receive certain treatment. So we always recommend people talk to their healthcare team. Some healthcare providers will actually file appeals for you. And sometimes patients don't even know it's happening. But ultimately, patients need to know that it's available. I think where the real breakdown is, is in the external appeals process. Because providers don't know about it and patients don't know about it. And that's where patients are really successful. So I could understand where if the only thing that was available was internal appeals, it would seem kind of futile, right? Like they denied it once, why would I bother going back to them to deny it again? But the real value and the protection that exists is in that external appeal. And so it's become kind of a soapbox issue for us to make sure people know about it. Yeah, what's the entity that does that? So it depends on the type of insurance that you have and the state that you live in. 
So you can always start with your Department of Insurance because they regulate health plans in your state and they can point you in the right direction. On the Triage Cancer website, we also have a chart that shows you the contact information for your state and the type of plan that you have. Oh, so, okay. Because you see all these people on TikTok and stuff where they're like, I called and I told them that I couldn't afford this medical bill. And they were like, okay, what can you afford? And I said this number and they said, fine. Is that, is that like, I mean, it sounds like what you kind of did with, with WICRA, but like, is that real to be able to do that? So it's a little different than WICRA because in that case, it was about covering the service. Um, It is entirely possible to negotiate your medical bills. And I think that that's also an important thing for patients to know. If you have a medical bill you can't pay, don't just put your head in the sand and like pretend it doesn't exist. It's really important to actually deal with it because you might have options. And one of those options is to go to the provider and say, I can't afford to pay this. Can I set up a payment plan? Or if I can give you, you know, $500 of this $1,000 bill, will you accept the $500 and write off the rest? Mm -hmm. And in some cases, they'll say yes, because they kind of feel like it's easier to just take the $500 than to set up that payment plan and potentially never get paid. So in some cases, that can actually be successful. It's also important to know that nonprofit hospitals in the United States are required to provide financial assistance to patients based on income level. So if you have a medical bill, it's worth checking to see if you qualify for that financial assistance. And there's an organization called Dollar Four that will do it for you. They'll check to see if you would have qualified for your hospital's program and actually help you work with the hospital to get it written off. Whoa. Does it count like your spouse's income and stuff? It depends on the hospital's rules, but it usually does include household income. Okay. So, okay. So let's get into like the employment of it all. So let's say you work like a full-time job and then you're, I mean, I guess full-time job could be office, could be like physical labor, but like, I guess those would be different. But if you get diagnosed with cancer, what do you do immediately? In regards to work, we think it's important for people to first understand what their rights are. And those are going to depend on the state that you live in and the size of your employer. Okay. So, understanding which laws apply to your employer, I think, is step number one. Step number two is looking at your employer's policies. Mm-hmm. So, does your employer have rules about taking time off? Do you have access to sick time or vacation time or just a general PTO time policy? Mm-hmm. Does your employer have policies like your coworkers can donate their hours to you if you need oh. to take time off? Like, those all th- are all things that are specific to your employer. So kind of understanding what the landscape is for you specifically at work is definitely step two. And then I think step three is understanding what your goals are. And that might be about first talking to your healthcare team and getting a sense of how the treatment that you're going through is going to impact your ability to work or is likely to impact your ability to work. And then kind of understanding all of that information, you can make some decisions about how you want to approach it. Do you want to 
actually approach your employer and tell them that you need to take time off? Do you want to disclose anything about your medical condition? Which isn't necessarily a requirement. We don't have to share information about our medical condition with employers unless we're asking for accommodations or we're asking for medical leave. Mm -hmm. Because if we're asking for those things, we have to show why we qualify. Mm-hmm. But even then, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to share a cancer diagnosis. Oh. It might be sharing things about the side effects that you're experiencing without ever tying them back to an original cancer diagnosis. Oh. So there's options, which is why step one is about understanding which laws apply so you can figure out what your options are. Is it, Does it matter if you say that you have cancer? Is there like some kind of stuff involved, like laws involving that? There are fair employment laws that protect people from discrimination at work because Uh of their medical condition or their status as a caregiver. But the truth is, is that just because there's a law doesn't mean that it prevents something from happening. Sure, of course. So when we're talking about discrimination, Discrimination is a hard thing to prove because you have to prove what's going on in somebody else's head. And the truth is, is that people do face discrimination and are treated differently at work. And so we just want people to be prepared so that they know what to do if they are in that situation. Yeah, because I could imagine that a company is like, okay, well, I don't want to have to shoulder this person who's probably going to like miss so much work or whatever. Like they... It's like, because with a pregnancy, you have like the end of the leave, you know, but with cancer, it's like, who knows? I think that that is something that some employers do make assumptions about. Exactly. And so again, that's why these laws exist is to protect people in these circumstances from those assumptions. Your coworkers can donate hours to you? So in some employers, yes. So if an employer, you know, if your coworker has two weeks of vacation time and they want to donate that vacation time to you, an employer might allow that if that's part of their policies. That seems so dystopian because everyone's just like, how much do we like Trudy? You know what I mean? Like, let's all donate our time to Trudy and also will not have any time off. Like, It sounds like such a weird game show. It does. But on the flip side, there are definitely stories where coworkers come together to be supportive of each other. And that is always nice to see. It is lovely. I mean, we shouldn't have to do that, but it is like very nice and selfless. Yeah. This uh, this just came to me when you were talking about donating time. But is there something to do with like GoFundMes or, or, you know, like is there some kind of laws or something that you would have to keep in mind for that kind of thing or taxes from donations? I imagine that can get hairy. Yes. So we definitely have some warnings around crowdfunding, like GoFundMe campaigns. Mm -hmm. And there's two kind of main issues. One, if someone is trying to protect their privacy, especially around employment issues, those things are all searchable on the internet. And so if you're concerned about your privacy, that's something to keep in mind and to sort of make some conscious decisions about how you set those up. Mm -hmm. I think the other piece that we are more concerned about for patients and not likely to, to realize this 
is that if you're receiving money through those campaigns, how does it impact your eligibility for things like your health insurance or other government benefits that you might qualify for? So things like Medicaid or your supplemental security income benefits, or do you qualify for food stamps or other programs that are based on your income level, including student aid? So there are some other things that we just want people to think through to make sure they're not ending up causing problems by raising money through those programs. And there are ways to do it effectively. We have some tools on our website that explain how to do it. But again, it's just one of those things that you don't think about till you're already in the mix Mm -hmm. and you've already started down a path and then you realize that there might have been a better way. You have to pay taxes on that? Generally, no, if it's a gift to you, but there can be some tax implications depending on how it was set up and then how the money comes to you. Hey guys, Gabe Dunn here. I just wanted to let you guys know that I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. And on that Patreon, I'm going to start doing live hangs with everyone who is a patron. So if you want to join the Patreon, you can get all these episodes ad free, videos of our mailbag episodes, extra writing from me, blogs, fiction, other stuff, things that I'm thinking about with regards to money and personal stories. And also now live hangs with me on Zoom once a month. So join the Patreon. And if you're not a member of the Discord, hop on over to the Discord. That's free. The link will be in the description. It's so fun. So many of you guys talk over there. It's like truly popping off. Um, And if you're on the Discord, I would love to see you in the live hang. So I get to put a face to a name. So yeah, please join patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn and come hang out with me. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a new candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. It would be so much easier if I was looking for someone to help me with sweetening audio or let's say someone to run my merch shop or all the little things that go into running a podcast. Usually something like that would be so slow and overwhelming. And honestly, I wish I had used Indeed, and I will use Indeed in the future. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Just go to Indeed.com slash badwithmoney right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I love to track progress. As you guys know from listening to this show, I'm constantly tracking my progress. What have we done so far in 2024? And spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? 
With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans like for a car or a home. You can use it everywhere Visa Credit Cards are accepted. That's right, you can build your credit using your own money. Get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. With a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. Fee-free overdraft with SpotMe. Overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualified direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. Access 60,000 plus fee-free ATMs. That's more than the top three national banks combined. Easily find one near you with the Chime app. Send and receive money. Use Chime to pay anyone, Chime members or not, and cash out your money fee-free. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started at Chime.com slash bad money. That's Chime.com slash bad money. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Does age matter? Like in terms of what you're, what's available to you, like if it's, you know, a kid versus if it's someone who's like 95. There are definitely programs that are based on age. So things like access to health insurance options. If you're a child or you're a senior, you might have different options than if you're 45. So that does come into play. I think for children who've been diagnosed with cancer, where we spend the most time providing assistance is for parents understanding their employment rights Mm -hmm. and how to replace lost wages and manage family finances when they're taking care of their children. Do you go over like budgeting or what, you know, I imagine you're like, okay, you're able to get this from your employer, but also here's how to budget, let's say if your kid has cancer. We do have tools around budgeting and understanding credit scores and how medical bills can impact your finances and also how to sort of rebuild your credit, kind of looking into the future. Mostly, we end up trying to help people in a crisis moment. And so we we don't provide financial assistance directly to people, but we do connect them with financial assistance resources. But when someone comes to us and says, I need financial assistance, while we'll connect them to those resources, we also want to ask them why. What's the underlying reason that you need financial assistance? Is it because you're struggling at work and you don't have those wage replacement options? Is it because your insurance plan is really not adequate? Can we get you better insurance moving forward? So that we're not just helping put a Band-Aid on the crisis, but also trying to address those underlying problems so that moving forward, people have what they need. I mean, this is like a very flippant thing that I always say, but like if I have with savings, I'm always like, well, I have enough savings now, but if I got cancer, and I'm sure that's a lot of people. It's everyone, even people who have pretty high income levels, If you aren't able to work and you don't have that income coming in, 
you might not have any resources and there might not be a whole lot of programs that you're going to qualify for. And so we always say that that cancer is really a very equalizing experience and that it impacts everybody. And for us, the issues that we help people with impact everybody. When someone's diagnosed, they have to figure out, is my insurance going to cover care? What am I going to do about work? Am I, how is this going to impact my finances? So it doesn't matter how resourced you are, where you live, or the type of cancer or your age. The issues are the same. Someone might have different answers to those questions based on their resources, but the issues are all the same. Yeah. I, it's, I also saw that you guys, the resources could help with other like long-term medical diagnoses. So do you, I mean, it's like called triage cancer, but if someone has something else, they could come to you as well. Yes. We don't turn anyone away. And we actually rolled out a program this year called triage health oh. for exactly that reason. The information that we provide is not specific to a cancer diagnosis. Anyone with a any type of medical condition could benefit from the information we have available. And so we wanted to kind of make it agnostic and available to everybody. So we share it at triagehealth.org. But we also know that most of this information is stuff that everybody needs to know. We say all the time, you know, this is stuff that we should have been taught in high school because we have to make these decisions about health insurance, but no one ever teaches us about health insurance. So that's really our goal is to kind of improve everybody's understanding of these topics so that if they are diagnosed with a serious medical condition, they're just better situated and will better navigate many of the systems that are going to potentially cause problems. Yeah, perhaps prevent like being a having a offense rather than a defense. Exactly. So that we can be preventative. Yeah. We say all the time we want to catch more people upstream. Yeah. So paying for prescriptions, is there, you know, those like good RX or like all these kind of things, is there, is there other stuff that people don't know about, about how to get all their meds? The thing that I think most people don't realize is that the companies that make prescription drugs often have financial assistance programs. Mm. So depending on your income level, you might actually qualify for help that will pay for a portion or even all of your co-payments for your drugs. So I actually was at a physical therapy appointment and my physical therapist actually said to me, I can't believe I have to pay $1,000 out of pocket for this drug that I have to take. And while I was in the office, I said, well, let me look it up to see if that company actually provides a assistance program. And sure enough, they do. And she ended up with a $0 copayment. So imagine that's a perfect example where if you don't know that the program exists, you're trying to figure out how to pay $1,000 a month for a drug you have to take versus nothing. So a little bit of information can be a huge benefit, not just in accessing the drug, but also on your finances. Wow. I think a lot of this just comes down to things are scary and intimidating at a time when you are already scared. And you don't want to be like, we have a lot of stuff on this show, right? Where people come on and they say, oh, just call. And I think about, and it sounds right. Like, why wouldn't you just call to save a thousand dollars? But most of the people that listen to this show, it's not a, you know, it's a lot of queer people. It's a lot of marginalized people. You know, I think there's a, probably a, a 
big Venn diagram that's a circle of people that listen to this show that also have massive social anxiety. So like it is like being on the phone and calling and and doing all this stuff is so draining. Yes. And we know that oftentimes all the suggestions for great resources that we have for people, it's easier said than done. We totally acknowledge that. But we also know that Unfortunately, this is the system that we have, mm-hmm. and we just want people to try to get what they need through mm-hmm. the system that we have, while also doing as much work as we can to improve the system that we have in the limited ways that we have available to us through advocacy right. efforts. But there are tools that we do provide that kind of try to make the wild goose chasing a little less painful. So we try to give people the direct contact information. Like if you are taking a cancer drug, on our website, we have a chart of all the companies that have cancer-related drugs, and you just click the link to that program's contact information. So it just opens up for you. And in some ways, the Internet access has improved access because you can fill out forms online without ever having to talk to somebody or wait on hold. On the other hand, we know that not everybody has internet access or has the skills or tools available to access it. So in some ways, it's improved the system and in other ways, it's created disparities for others. Yeah. I mean... It's it's also, I wonder, this is a weird comparison, but you know, like if it's like, oh, I'm just throwing a party, they're like, oh, okay, this is the cost. But if you say it's a wedding, they're like up the price. Is there something like that with cancer where it's like, oh, I have this problem and they're like, oh, okay. And then you're like, it's related to cancer. And then they're like, oh, let's jack this up. I can't think of a good example of that off the top okay. of my head. I think just generally cancer-related drugs are expensive. Part of that is because we've seen a lot of research and development in the field of cancer. So there's been a lot of investment. And so companies want a return on their investment, which is understandable to some extent. And really, the landscape has changed. 20 years ago, I could probably tell you all the drugs for the types of cancer that were available. Now I can't even tell you all the drugs for just one type of cancer. So the advancements are huge. We've made a lot of progress in a relatively short period of time, but there's still a lot of work to do. Also, I noticed like a thing about survivorship. And is there, I mean, obviously there's mental health care for probably for people that are in the midst of it, but is there like a, any sort of special stuff for mental health care? Like if you survive or if you go into remission, you know, like, Or just in general, like how does the, does, is mental health at all factored in as like coverage or anything like that? So in the United States, mental health care is supposed to be provided by insurance companies. It's supposed to be covered. And it's also supposed to be covered in the same way that physical health care is in terms of the the quality of the coverage. Mm -hmm. But the problems are practical problems. There's not enough mental health care providers. That's a challenge. So you might have an insurance plan, but might not be able to find an actual provider. And then once you do find a provider, they may not be willing to actually take that insurance. They may only be willing to get paid cash for the care that they're providing. And so we have a lot of challenges with accessing mental health care in the United States. 
But community-based organizations are working very hard to fill some of those gaps. And in the cancer community, there's a lot of opportunity for support, whether it's peer support or professional support, to try to help fill some of those gaps. Yeah. Like what state has the best laws or what area or a few states that have the best laws for protection for this kind of stuff? I think there are definitely some states that are more progressive in thinking about how they protect consumers, whether it's healthcare consumers or just consumers in general, as well as employees. I do think California and New York and Illinois would be examples of those states that are can be more protective in the laws that they have available. As I mentioned, the laws aren't just at the state level, but also the county and the city level. So sometimes it can be very specific to where you live and what you have access to for protections. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at What kind of like, what would be like the best city or like scenario or best like county scenario that would be like, wow, they have everything. That's a good question. Or not even a specific one, but just like what, where you would look at the list of stuff they have, not even in real life. Like, let's say like a fake city and you're like, wow, this city would have everything. Like, what are the things it would have? 
I think making sure that it has health insurance coverage Mm -hmm. that is affordable and adequate. And then I think making sure that employees are protected, that there's access to disability insurance through the geographic area, not just through an employer or private company. There are only five states that provide state disability insurance, so that's pretty limited. And I think access to paid leave for people who need to take time off work for their own medical condition or as a caregiver. I think that those are just the key things that we see that people need access to. Only five states have that? What California, New York, New Jersey, Rhode Island, Hawaii, and then also Puerto Rico. Wow, that's wild. I wonder why that is. Like, why those places? They specifically passed laws to create a structure where employees pay into the system. So it's through payroll taxes. And that comes at a cost to set up that system, but I think is incredibly valuable for employees. Wow. Okay. So we are talking about like medical decision-making and estate planning. What is, what is the like legal part of like medical decision-making? We, when we talk about medical decision-making, we mean making sure that you have the right documents in place so that if you were ever not able to make medical decisions for yourself, that it is clear to a healthcare provider either what those decisions are or who's supposed to make them for you. And that typically comes in the form of a, an advanced healthcare directive. And, you know, when we're trying to explain the value of these documents, once someone's already diagnosed with cancer, it's a lot harder because mm-hmm. people don't like to think about their mortality or that they might be in a position where they can't make decisions for themselves. But if you think about it from the perspective of everyone over the age of 18 should have these documents in place, because imagine if you're in a car accident and you're unconscious and you're taken to the hospital and your rent is due that day, you have children to pick up from school, you have a dog at home and you're unconscious and Mm -hmm. the healthcare team doesn't know you know, what your preferences are around your healthcare wishes. If you have to have surgery, who's going to, you know, approve that right away? Who's picking up your children? Who's taking care of your dog? Who's making sure your rent gets paid? Those are the types of things that these documents can lay out Mm -hmm. to say, you know, this person is my financial power of attorney, has access to my bank account and can pay my rent. This is the guardian for my minor child who, you know, will be notified so that my child can get picked up from school and hopefully also feed the dog. So, you know, those are the things that are really practical, but, and the things we don't like to think about, but that's often what lawyers think about. Lawyers think about the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. In a worst case scenario, what would be in place to make sure everything gets taken care of? Is it just, does it default to spouse or parents? It does depend on state law, but in many cases, if you don't have documents in place, those types of decisions would default to spouse or parents, or if you have adult children, then it would go down to adult children or potentially siblings. So there's a a line of succession about who gets to make those decisions. But on a practical level, if you're not married and you have a significant other and you don't have parents or children, 
that significant other has no legal standing to make any sort of decisions for you. And so that's, again, where those documents in place can make all the difference. Yeah, I imagine it gets incredibly hairy because everything is on such high alert. The person has cancer, like, you know, everyone has opinions. I know like, you know, the classic, everyone starts emailing them about how they should drink celery juice or whatever. And like, you know, I think it's, it just gets, I imagine the families start fighting. It's entirely possible. And I think when it comes to the financial conversations, people react weirdly about money. Yes. Even in families where everybody gets along and no one anticipates any issues, money does strange things. Mm -hmm. And so we always really encourage people to kind of think through what they need in place to avoid some of those challenges. Yeah. Be very like truthful with yourself about like what your mom's going to be like. (laughs) It is, it is true. And I, you know, I've had, you know, people tell me, oh, I don't have any money, so I don't need estate planning documents. But there's a family piano that is really important to the family. So, you know, of your five sons, who's getting the piano? Right. So it's, it, we don't like to think about it, but if we are, are thoughtful, we have to make some of those decisions. And I think it's, we often say that estate planning is one of the kindest and most thoughtful things you can do for your family Mm -hmm. because you've laid out your wishes so that no one has to try to guess or feel like they made a mistake in trying to figure out what your wishes are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is thought of this because of the celery juice thing. Do you guys work with like scams or like cancer scams or like lawsuits of people who are like... I can cure cancer with this. And then it goes haywire. We don't deal with that. I have to admit that no one's ever called us about a cancer scam. I think that it it's partly because we don't litigate. So we're not suing anyone. We're just focused on providing education. Okay. Be interesting. Like, you know, how often you see something like that. I'm sure there's tons of scams. I think like everything else, there are a lot of scams out there. And we, in our goal to educate people, we also want to educate people about how to be an informed consumer Mm -hmm. and to not get sucked into potential scams. Yeah, I was thinking about because, I mean, you could really go down the like researching like, you know, oh my God, I saw this new thing and I saw this new medicine. And what if, what if I, you know, calling and being like, okay, what if, can my health insurance cover this thing? That's like a acai berry or whatever. There, you know, I think that there are tons of examples. I think, you know, if you look back to, to 20 years ago, there was a belief that, that shark teeth could actually cure cancer. And so, you know, there are, there are endless examples of that type of, of marketing Mm -hmm. to consumers. I think it really comes from the idea that people feel desperate to try to save their lives. And that is a hundred percent understandable. 
And there are lots of complementary therapies that go along with standard of care that there's been research shown that can be helpful. So I would just encourage people to, if they're, if they're feeling like they want different opinions about their health care, that they get different opinions, mm-hmm. whether it's a second opinion or a third opinion. And then to also really make sure that anything they're considering for treatment has been researched and researched by reputable healthcare providers. Is it mostly Western medicine? Like, are you, are you able to like argue with health insurance to be like, acupuncture is worth it or herbs are worth it. There are research publications that show that acupuncture can be effective in a variety of different ways, whether we're talking about mitigating side effects like nausea. So I think that there's been studies done on Tai Chi and yoga Mm -hmm. and certainly exercise and nutrition, but definitely acupuncture as well. Yeah. Yeah. My uncle was diagnosed with HIV in 1985 or 87, and he survived up until he passed away last year, largely because he, thanks, largely because he very much did a bunch of Eastern medicine type stuff. And like, I think that was instrumental. So, you know, I think people, I will say that the, if you are running an actual cancer scam that you know is a scam, you are right under mommy vloggers as person I hate the most. <laughs> so where can people find you and, and work with you? We can be found at triagecancer.org and on social media platforms. And you can also get assistance through our legal and financial navigation program, which is free, where we are providing one-on-one help on all of these topics and more. Uh, And you can fill out our intake form at triagecancer.org forward slash get help to schedule time to talk with our team. And do not be afraid if you're listening to this and you're like, speak to a person one-on-one, I could never. Don't listen. I, I almost, I got, um, my credit card got taken and I had $850 and I almost was like, I'll eat the 850 just to not have to be on the phone. But you know what? Then I got it back and it was worth it. So please, this is much more life or death than, um, than my credit card being stolen. So (laughs) Well, I'll also say if you don't want to talk to anyone, you can certainly find a whole lot of information on our website in lots of different formats. So if you don't like to read things, we have animated videos and webinars. Um, But if you prefer to read things, we have lots of different formats of things to read too. Amazing. Thank you so much, Joanna. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on today. Bad With Money with Gabe Shane Dunn is a production of Noted Bisexual, produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond M. Print Productions, edited by Diane King, post-production sound by Coco Lorenz, and music by Mike Kaplan, Zach Sherwin, and Jack Dolgen, as sung by Sam Barbera. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.